Today's program was made possible by the generous prayer and support of the faithful friends and partners of this ministry. Visit our new website at Sheila.media. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zelensky Show. I am so glad you joined me today, and you are in for a rare treat because this show, wow, you are going to be floored. Today's date is November 10, 2018, and I have joining me Dr. Pat Holliday on a show that's going to tie into something going on tomorrow, which is 1111. Some of you follow Q, the QAnon, the Q drops. 1111, well, he's talking about some stuff happening. We're going to call this show today Masonic Magic and 1111. This show is going to be very, very, very enlightening, let me tell you. And joining me on this program is a good friend of the program. It is the one and only Dr. Pat Holiday. Pat, welcome to the program. It is so good to have you on. I'm anxious to get into this teaching. Well, it's always so good to be with you, Sheila, because, you know, it just seems that over the years, things that you've worked on, I've worked on. Now, isn't that something? Yeah, I'm a younger version of you, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord, help her. (laughs) Yes. Well, you know, in the year 12-21-11, something came out called the Mayan calendar. And you remember the buzz, and the buzz was that the Mayan calendar was supposed to end 12-21-11. And so we were looking into it, and we discovered all kinds of things about that. What it meant was that the magic numbers uh, that the Masons used and the elite use is um, 11, 11, 11, 0, 2, 3, 2, 2. They call themselves financial wizards, and it's the very top of the Masonic order. One of the things that led me into it was because they had something back in those days called the New Age Movement. And the New Age Movement seemed to be working out a program to produce the Antichrist. It never seemed to just sit with the scriptures because I had done a lot of of study about the Antichrist and the end times and things like that. But something was trying to make this movement flow into the production of the Antichrist. So the terminology magic numbers, the fall of America, was something that I looked into because of the fact that they were saying the end of the world was going to happen. And to them, the end of the world means that they are going to be able to have their new world order. Of course, the numbers, I begin to look into that number called 11. And three 11s produce a magic square and a magic sum of 33. The new world order elitists are financial symbols, magical words, and they run the world through mind control and through using these magical words and numbers through ritualisms that they do. Now, Masons on a lower level, they really don't know very much about what goes on in high places. But Masonry is the highest form of witchcraft in the world. 
It controls the world. It controls the top leaders of the world. It controls the shadow government. It controls us through the systems that they built with the satellites, with the television networks. The internet was actually built by the New World Order. That's why it's called WWW, which makes 666. And everything they do, they're the most religious people that you have ever seen in your life. But the numbers that they use, they call themselves magical wizards. And they have run the world through the banking systems. They were working toward giving the world the Antichrist. And the Antichrist that they were producing were coming from the royal families of England. And they had planned to make William the Antichrist of the world. And what happened was that Trump got elected. And when Trump got elected, everything changed. And the reason that things changed so quickly was because of the fact that God was telling and leading Christians like yourself, like Rodney Howard Brown, like Omega Man, people that didn't communicate together at all but yet he was he had us in this little stream because he had a plan and what he was going to do is he was going to destroy this devil's plan and trump came into office for a specific reason i believe and it was to destroy their plans to create the devil's new world order. And the devil was going to produce an antichrist and try to fulfill the scriptures. But you see, God is in charge of time and God is in charge of what happens concerning the scriptures. The devil didn't write the scriptures, God did. And Shil, I believe that you know a lot about the New Age movement because we've talked about it. And you know a lot about Blavatsky that developed the plan for the New Age movement and the New World Order. And she did it with the guidance of a demon called Walcall. He gave her the plan to bring the world to the rule of the Antichrist. Well, you see, the Bible shows us that the Antichrist will come into being, but God is the one that chooses those things, not the devil. And he has destroyed their plans. I first saw or noticed the 1111 in year 2000, and they were planning to go into the New World Order at that time. Now, whenever they had the Mayan calendar, I believe that that was in the year 11, 12, 21 or something like that. It was going to be the end of the calendar for mankind. And when that came to the end, the devil promised them that they would be like gods. And that's what they've been working for all of these many years. So numerology is just high-level magic. And some numerologists believe that the events linked to 11-11 appear more often than can be explained by chance or coincidence. 
this belief is related to the concept of synchronicity. And some authors claim seeing 1111 on their clocks as an auspicious sign, and others claim that 1111 signals that it's a spirit presence. So it's a movement of spirit, and the spirit is called Lucifer. And these people were Luciferians, and they were worshipers of Satan and spirits and goddesses and planets and stars and all kinds of pagan worship. Lots of them claimed to be Christians, by the way. And so they moved with demonic supernatural power, but at the same time, they would, like a chameleon, whatever country they were in, whatever place that they were, they could just fit in. They could do anything that they wanted to because they were the ones that made the rules. So the spiritual meaning of 1111, according to numerology, the number is a master number, which signifies the intuition, insight, and enlightenment. Uh, When paired together, 1111 is a clear message from the universe to become conscious and aware. In other words, 1111 to them is a good sign. It has power to them also. They believe that 1111 appears in lives of what they call star seeds and is said to occur at the time when they are awakening to their spiritual purposes and missions on this earth. In other words, what they believe is a pathway to their spiritual awakening. And so whenever you're seeing 11-11 patterns, you're called to awaken. You see, they're very famous for their mind control developments. And they were actually, Sheila, I believe, controlling the world through satellites. Ronald Reagan called them Star Wars. But you see, they had a connection through the CIA and Facebook and Google, these various systems that people just open up their private lives and just tell them anything they want to know. Well, they had total control over the masses' minds, and I believe they did it through the satellites. And so it was very easy for them to use these magical numbers and these systems that they had developed. And the 1111 symbolizes the chemical transformation. So in other words, they were transforming the way people thought, the way they lived. They actually, Sheila, could take a a picture When you walk out of your house from the satellite and take an image so that from the satellite, any place that you went, they could identify you from any other person in the world. Your image became like a fingerprint. And so there was so much going on with these people with all of their magic. But the 1111 is the key number. And I know that you have a lot of things for the key too. Uh, The number 322 is a magical square. It's 11 plus 11 plus 11. 
and it produces the magical sum of 33. The New World Order elitists, the financial magical wizards. And that's what they call themselves. And they believe themselves, by the way, to already have arrived to their godhood. They were gods and we were the slaves. They had total control over us from the grave all the way to the death. The thing is, that is so amazing, is they had that control and nobody knew it. And so I pondered about these things because you see supernatural power is real. And the Christian church has known very little supernatural power. Even the person that probably knows more about supernatural power than anyone else, still, in comparison to these satanic people, know very little about the supernatural power of Jesus Christ. So God, over the years... He took me into supernatural powers of learning the deliverance ministry. He took me around to tough places where we, at times, literally had to fight for our lives or we would have died. When we went into Africa, for instance, the town that we were in, the area, was being ruled by Muslims. I took authority over the powers and principalities of the city. And I broke their machine by supernatural power and asked the Lord to break their machine, to send the spirit called Bozy to break their machine because they were keeping me awake at night. And Jesus told me I could do that. I sent it and broke their machine. And then from then on, I was a marked person because I was one of the very few people in the area that knew that I had supernatural power and that it would work. Now, the witch doctors, whenever they come out from under the sea, they know that they have supernatural powers and they know how to work them. But most Christians, and particularly Christian Americans, do not know how to use supernatural powers, and they stand against the supernatural powers. Now, the reason that I tell you this is for us to understand where we're going with this teaching tonight, because you're going to teach some things that you know, too, is how did they do it, and how did they get away with it without people knowing it? Because most people don't know what we're talking about. A lot of people are going to think that we're just nuts. But these people were ruling the world, Sheila, and they were ruling the world with the things that we're sharing with you, their magical numbers and their magical powers and their magical rituals, and they were ruling the world. And it was being ruled very well, to the point that they almost had us. Whenever Obama took the presidency, Obama is a Muslim. Muslims are high-level witches, and he had supernatural powers. He was made for the purpose of becoming the ruler of the world. That's what they told him. I believe that the ruler of the world was going to be William because he came from the bloodlines, he came from the Da Vinci bloodlines. They believe that they are related to Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene, that they got married and all of the royal bloodlines are related to them, 
and that they are the line that is supposed to produce the Antichrist. So there's a lot of intrigue and things, but what we have to see is that the power has been broken. And the power, the 72 devils that are involved in masonry, the way we came about knowing about that, we were having a prayer meeting one night on the radio, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Pat, I want you to bind the 72 devils principalities is what he called them, the ruling principalities over the world. And I said, okay, so we just started praying and I took authority and we globally bound the ruling powers over the world. And from that, he led us in as one of the groups that we are not the only group that was praying. You were praying, I found out. Rodney Howard was praying. Omega Man was praying. Many people were praying for our country because we were losing our country and we knew it. Whenever we bound those 72 powers over the world, the power of God came into the room where we were, and it was like an appearance of God in the Old Testament when he came the first time to the temple. And it describes how the priests couldn't stand on their feet, and they fell flat on their face, and the holy cloud came in. It was just the most wonderful thing. And all of us in the whole meeting were getting ministered to by God. And we knew that it was connected to binding those 72 devils that were ruling over the world. And so that showed us that we had power, and we had a lot of power. It was more than just binding a devil over a city, which we had done many times. It was more than casting out devils in Africa. We were casting out legions at a time. And I asked the Lord, I said, why can't we do this in America? He said, because of sin, Pat. He said, when you cast a devil out of a person, and if they go back into the sin, they get seven times worse. Because that devil leaves them, goes to the dry places, comes back, and he brings seven worse devils. And the pastors don't teach against sin, so you can make people worse than they were before you ever prayed for them, if they're not totally sold out to God. So there's so much that the American church just has never been taught. The Bible says in Matthew 18, 18, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So who's in heaven? Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God the Father. So when you pray, he's sitting there in agreement with you. And not only is he in agreement with you, but he has the power, the urn on the cross, and he has already defeated him. And the book of uh, Ephesians tells us that Jesus wants to give us wisdom and understanding of what our inheritance in him is. Problem is, the preachers don't know because they were all walking under that spell. And so the inheritance tells us that our inheritance is power in his name over all the powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. So when I speak to a spirit, I know that that spirit has to obey. These 
things that these world powers were doing. All God needed was Christians whose faith would be enlarged each and every time that they see a miracle and they see what God has led them to pray happen and they see it the next day in the newspaper, that is enough to increase anybody's faith. Whenever he told me to bind those 72 devils that ruled over the world, I did not know what we were doing. I was just doing what he said. Now, let me tell you how that works. In the spirit realm, God gave men the dominion over the earth in the book of Genesis. He gave them dominion over the waters, the skies, the birds, the animals, the plants, and whatever they spoke, those things had to obey them. And so we still have that power through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so when you take a dominion over a devil, for instance, that devil has to obey you. It does not have a choice. There are spiritual laws that it has to obey you. And so when you take dominion, be bold to tell those devils, those 72 devils, we know about you. We know about the 1111. And we're not afraid of you and we know who your leaders are and we are binding them and it's working because the cabal has fallen and so a lot of people don't realize that it's fallen but it really has someday i'll talk to you about all of that but the numbers work and they've been working for a hundred years their plan was to control the minds of men and women enslave us through their ritualisms, enslave us and take our children and murder them, sacrifice them, abort them, shed their blood, shed women's blood, rape them, run a hundred years of nothing but pure terror. There were millions of babies murdered since 1970 three whenever it was passed. I think it was 74 from memory. They murdered our babies. The church sat around, not said one word about it. As a matter of fact, I was in that revolution, active, debating people that were running like Ginsburg and Hillary Clinton. Back in those days, they were saying that they were fighting because they believed that children should be at the age of consent at age 14. Now, Ginsburg believes that pedophilia is good for children and says so openly. And this is what they believe. And they believe that we are in the end of the age right now. And what they believe is the age of the Antichrist has begun. So the age of the Gentiles has begun. We are the Gentiles. In other words, Christianity is over and they are the Antichrist leaders of the world. They fully believed that they were going to rule the world, Rothschild, he was the highest witchcraft family in the entire world. The Pindar is the ruler of the Rothschild family. And they intermix their seed with the royal family, the Windsors of England, who are not even English. They're German. 
but they believed that their seed went all the way back as a royal seed connected to Jesus Christ and that Jesus Christ never ascended into heaven, that Jesus Christ was married to Mary Magdalene and this royal seed developed from that royal union. Well, we all know that's not true, but that's the gospel that they preached. And the gospel that they received was a gospel from Belatsky. She received that New Age gospel. They developed it over in England, by the way, through something called the Fabian Society. And they were going to bring forth the Antichrist. That's what their job was. So the Pendar, the head of the Rothschild family, mixed his seed with the royal family and they would mix that seed through a ritualism, either blood sacrifice or ritualistic sacrifice. Now, I'll tell you how we know that. Diana told it to her psychic, and she wrote about them in a book. And she said that these people are not humans. She said they are lizard people. That's what she told the world before she died. And so you're dealing with a supernatural world ran by a supernatural devil and his fallen angels, whom man gave his power in the book of Genesis when he disobeyed God and ate from the tree of wisdom and knowledge. And what did the devil tell him? He told him, you shall be as gods if you eat from this tree. Now, what these people believe is that they are now already ascended to their Godhead, and they believe that they were made for the purpose of ruling over the world as the Antichrist, and that the image of the beast would be worshipped by the masses of the people, else, if they refused to worship the image of the beast, they would kill them. You see, a lot of people believe the image of the beast is the Antichrist. No, the image of the beast is a devil called Leviathan, Abaddon. It rises up in chapter 3, verse 10. It shows it again in Revelation 9, 11. And this is a demon that is the chief of hell. And he rises up out of the sea and he takes possession of a body of a Jewish man. He takes possession, that devil takes possession of that body. And at the same time, there's another devil that rises up from the earth, takes possession of the body of of the false prophet. Many of your people used to say it was the Pope. If you looked at this Pope's life, you would say, yes, it probably is the Pope, because he said that he's the Antichrist, that no Protestants can go to heaven, Jesus Christ is not God, and they are looking for a God that is an alien. They have a telescope in Arizona, 
that's huge and they're looking for the alien Christ to come back to the earth and he has denied Jesus as coming back. He says that Jesus is not God and they sing for the alien Christ to return every Easter in their masses. So they've got plans and their plans are supernatural. Meanwhile, the church is dancing. The ballerinas are twirling around the churches. The rock stars are in the churches. The pastors are building great kingdoms on this earth for themselves. Big mansions all over the world. Airplanes, jets, all kinds of yachts. The church pastors have failed their assignment. Now, I'm telling you that they failed that assignment because of that spell that God showed me, and we've been breaking that spell in our prayer meetings. I'm telling you that this is the last great revival, and when Jesus comes to each person, and if they fail and he convicts them, it's Jesus Christ that supernaturally died on the cross for us so that we could have eternal life. And then he sent the Holy Spirit so that we could be endued and infused with power from above. And the first sermon that was ever preached 3,000 people got saved. Well, now nobody's interested in souls getting saved. The Bible says that he that saves souls is wise because where you're going to get your big reward is at the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. And he's either going to say to you, well done, O faithful servant, or he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. And so we don't have a supernatural program because the churches have stood against the supernatural programs that God sent into their presence. I mean, it was the pastors that rejected me. And I had a supernatural ministry from the very beginning. It was the pastors. They wanted the miracles. But then when I started writing books about deliverance, they rejected me because they didn't want deliverance. They rejected Derek Prince. They rejected Lester Summerall. They rejected A.A. Allen. Just about all the great evangelists that you've ever heard of, the church rejected them because their eyes were closed. Their ears were deafened. These people that served the devil, Rothschilds, they served the devil as the world's top witchcraft family. In their mansion in England, they set a table every single day for 12 members of their family, and they put one seat there for Elijah because they're following the scriptures to an extent, but their movement came right out of the mouth of demons and Satan himself. And so they have a supernatural program. So what God's doing is he's calling a few people that are supernatural, and he's saying, if you follow me, he said, you'll see the greatest things that you've ever seen in your life. And you have authority over the highest witches, the highest wizards in the world. So when you and I and Dr. Sabrina stood against all of those witches, 
we were standing against those witches knowing that we were going to win that battle. And the reason that we knew it is because we had won so many other battles before we came into that battle. This is what we knew, Sheila. We knew that they would go out there and they would conjure up all of their devils and they would send them forth and they would send them to kill Trump and to kill all of us and to overcome the new government that we have, the Constitution, and pull us back under communism and Satanism. That's what they were working for. And it wasn't only those witches, but it was also these witches at the Bohemian Grove and at all of the world's groves in the whole world. The leaders were worshiping Satan and they were also sacrificing the children for power. Well, that's all getting ready to come unglued. But this is what the Lord had shown me. He said, when the unclean spirit leaves, goes to the dry places, it will come to my house and it will try to kill me if I am open and in sin for it to do that. But if it comes to my house and I'm covered with the blood of Jesus and I'm surrounded by warring angels and the fire of the Holy Spirit, they can't get within 300 feet of me. That's what the witch doctors in Africa told us. They told us that when a witch doctor sees a Christian, they see lights shooting out from all around them. They see a huge angel on one side and a huge angel on the other side with flaming swords that go up in front of that Christian. And he said the only way that they can get near that Christian is if that Christian sins. So they watch that Christian and they come back every now and then to see if they've grown cold on the Lord, then they're able to come in. So we have protection, we have power that we've never learned from any church member in our lives. But what I'm saying is, once they release that power, which they did, it came after you, you're still alive. It came after me, it came after Sabrina, it came after Trump, it came after his administration, it came after the midterm elections, and they lost it all. What I'm saying to you is God showed me that when those devils come and cannot accomplish their job, then they turn around. You don't even have to send them. They turn around, they go back to that witch, and they get it seven times worse than what they send out. That means eight times worse they are because the demon that came in is worse and he brings seven worse devils than himself. As they release the curses on us and those curses come back on them, then God releases sevenfold blessings on us. And that's why Trump is winning. That's why he was able to win so much within two years. I never thought I'd be able to see what I'm looking at. It's just absolutely amazing. You know, I mentioned to you that the 11-11-11 makes a magical square, and it turns into the sum of 33. And, of course, they use that symbolism in their magical numbers, and they use their magical words and their signs, their hand signs, their triangles, all of these things that they use 
when you see them, whether you are one of them or not, your mind is trying to react to their magical numbers and their symbols. Now, here's why 11, 11, 18 is important this year. It's because of the fact that they planned in year 2000 for us to go on to the gold standard because they wrote about how it was going to happen, 11, 11, 18. And in that teaching that I did with Omega Man, when I first went up, I did a teaching on the gold standard and how we were going to go to the gold standard. Nobody was talking about any of that. Nobody knew any of that unless God showed you those things. And so I sent him a news article about that with the magazine, with the phoenix on the cover of the magazine, with the gold coin hanging around its neck. It was written 11-11-2000. And so they have long-range plans. Christians have, well, what am I going to do next week, Brian? Christians have no faith because they've not been taught any faith. But there's one thing that I know. He's going to release the Elijah ministry first. The Elijah ministry would face the witches and the wizards. And then the Elisha ministry would be released right after them. And they would meet uh, the supernatural healing, raising the dead and all of that stuff. So the ministry is going to happen. So the 11-11-18, a lot of people are prophesying that is going to be when Trump changes us to a gold standard. Now, I'm going to tell you that he has already taken over the Federal Reserve Bank with the Treasury Department. They have already taken over Fort Knox, and they are announcing that in the very, very near future that America's going on the gold standard. Now, when America goes on the gold standard, it's going to affect us very much. If you own any gold, an ounce of gold will be worth $10,000 an ounce. If you don't own any gold, they probably will shut your bank down until everything shakes out, and each person would have to take the mark of the beast. Now, this was in the 80s. Uh, I have people that still are in my ministry today that used to tell me that people thought I was crazy when I was preaching this stuff back then. But things are happening. They're happening very rapidly. And so the church is not ready at this moment. But I think as we pray, as we forge forth, that God will not only give us the reward that he's promised us, but he is going to show us things that we never dreamed possible. And with that, I don't know if you want to say some things about 1111 and other things about the 72. Yeah, I do. Okay, well, Pat, yeah, that that's really good because this is really important. And I just, I mean, tonight we're talking about magic and masonry and master numbers like 11 and 72. Earlier you mentioned Blavatsky. Alistair Crowley referred to Helena Petrova Blavatsky as his forerunner. She was, of course, a Russian witch and founder of Theosophy and really the founder of Thelema, you know, the whole spirit cooking 
King Podesta email, but that's a whole other show. So Blavatsky claimed that the ancient wisdom to which she had access was consistent with modern science, alchemy, magic, physics, and, well, guess what else? Numerology. Now, Many researchers feel much of the New Age thought started with Blavatsky. Now, again, Alistair Crowley recognized Blavatsky as a sister of Master of the Temple in his system of spiritual grades. He published The Temple of Truth, The Heart of the Master, through OTO in 1938. Now, what's interesting is Crowley thought it especially noteworthy that the Theosophical Society was inaugurated the year he was born. And you take an extract from the book, The Golden Precepts. Now, remember this, Crowley was a major player in the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which obviously is based on the god Hermes. And if you look at ancient Egyptian, uh, the Kemet, the Mason the mysticism. Now, by the way, Crowley did have a falling out with them, and then he later took right over of the Tholema, which is an offshoot of Helena Blavatsky's work. Now, typically we think of the degrees in masonry as just 33, but it was said that Crowley was a high-level mason, and he reached the 72nd degree. Now, speaking of 72, that is a very important number you mentioned, Pat, because it alludes to the 72 demons that rule the world as per the Goetia. That's spelled G. O-E-T-I-A. Now, Crowley was a high-level mason. We established that. In ancient Egyptian mythology, Set has 72 accomplices in the death of Osiris, and we know how the Egyptian Kemet and the Kabbalah tie into that. Now, 72 is a very, very important number to these high-level occultists, and according even to the Zohar, the degrees of Jacob's ladder was a number 72. Now, where am I going with this? It's really important, again, because I just mentioned 72 is an important occult number, and especially when you look at the Kabbalistic Geomatria, the Zodiac, and you look again at the Zohar, again, the 72 demons, the 72 spirits that rule the world as per the Goetia. And you can see this in the Lesser Keys of Solomon, written by Aleister Crowley. Now, in the occult world of Freemasonry, there's obviously a, a, a fascination, these tenuous connections from really ancient wisdom, like the wisdom of Solomon. And that's what they're really into, is unlocking the secret knowledge in life, all things esoteric, as with what? Well, the, the alchemy, the Kabbalah, the Zohar, the mystery schools, they want to gain insight. That's what Freemasonry is always about. And we're talking about Masonic magic and rituals. Well, guess what? This is really interesting. Jesus stated that the religion of the Antichrist would be the Kabbalah. Now, you know, not many Christians are familiar with the Jewish writings like the Talmud and the Kabbalah, not to be confused, by the way. But now Solomon was a man whose number is 666. Now, the diabolical Kabbalah, and I've done lots of shows on this, I call it the religion of the Antichrist, was started in the days of Moses, I mean, more than 5,000 years ago by a man who rebelled against God. King Solomon fanned the fire some 900 years before Christ and made it into the refined system that we see today. It was Solomon who really was the progenitor of all things masonry, master masonry, the occult. I uh, took the number 666 as his identification number. You can go to 1 Kings 10:14, And it was Solomon, and you know this, Pat, who developed these teachings ultimately. Other people took them and added on things, and that is what we have today, this new age mishmash. Now, Pat, you mentioned mentioned 322. That is the number of skull and bones. 322 is the numerical motto for 
skull and bones. It's 322 or 3 times 22, which is not a coincidence either. In numerology, the number 22 is often called the master builder. The Phoenician Hebrews possess 22 books and their alphabet is ironically made up of 22 letters. And it's interesting to note that Kabbalah teaches that the letters of the Hebrew alphabet are the building blocks of the universe. The underlying occult scientific significance of the number 22 in science would represent the bones of the skull, of which there are 22. Anyway, going on now to uh, the 111118. Now, all this 1111 phenomena is yet another spiritual deception that, as you said, Pat, it really seduces humanity with the idea of becoming gods. One of the uh, foremost, now get this, the listeners will find this incredible, the foremost 1111 experts. Now, she's been around since 1992. Her name is Solara. She has this... Uh, I think it's invisible.com, which is devoted to the 11.11 phenomena. But anyway, this is this expert. She claims to be an expert on the 11.11. This is what she writes. Listen to this. Something is happening and it's more real than any of us can imagine. A greater reality is being inserted into our everyday lives. The earthworm finally looks up to the stars and is forever transformed. A merger is taking place between our vast cosmic selves and our physical bodies. This transforms our DNA and allows us to finally become vibrantly alive and totally real. Let your spirit guides assist on 11-11-18. Oh yeah, your spirit guides, all right. Oh, those spirits will be guiding you, but they're not benevolent. So Solera and her followers, Pat, since... 92, again, have been engaging in all these activations, these rituals. And now these guys go out to these locations all over the world, her cult-like following. They've been to the Pyramid of Giza, Stonehenge is another place which plays a prominent role in the occult. So in their own words, they are trying to go out to these various locations, do these rituals to activate the stargates, to bring in entities from the other side to bring forth this power. That's their words, not mine. I, and I'm telling you right now, folks, 1111 is a virtual smorgasbord of new age doctrines and beliefs. The central theme in all of this is returning to the ancient mystery religions, the lost ancient knowledge, serving as a tool to unlock the divinity. It's right out, straight out of the bowels of theosophy and Gnosticism, really. You know, at her workshop, it says itself, and I quote, where did the lost knowledge originate? The workshop. This is right out of her workshop brochure. The serpent in the Garden of Eden. See? Ye shall be as gods, just like we said before. And before I throw it back to you, I'll just add this last little part here. And this is important to know, folks, about the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah teaches at the time of creation, the God of creation became confused and depressed, and he withdrew into himself. And the part of him that makes up the Messiah essence fell from heaven into the bottomless pit, where he took the form of the holy serpent. Another part of him, which is the female part called Sophia. Yeah, that's the same Sophia of Gnosticism. And when Moses went up into the mountain to meet God, the Kabbalah states that in reality, Moses met the evil part of God, while the 70 elders at the foot of the mountain met the good part of God. And they, they essentially teach that the holy serpent is held captive in the bottomless abyss. And there are two ways to bring him out. And you know what that is? To make all people on the earth totally evil. Wow, huh? Yes. You know, uh, you, need, you need to also mention you the Crowley thing. That guy was known as the Beast. 
That's right. Which he thought he was the Antichrist. But the interesting part about him is that his life has been projected right into our world. One of the things is that Barbara Bush was his granddaughter. Yeah. Her father was a Pierce of the Stock Exchange Group. And after she graduated from college, she went to Britain and where she had a ritualistic sexual thing with Crowley. It would be very tough to believe except for the fact that if you take Barbara Bush's picture and you put it right next to him, she looks like his twin after she grew old. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that you could say that it wasn't. But the other aspect of his life is that he still influenced the young people of the world through the Beatles and through the rock stars, and they all honor him and give him such allegiance. They put pictures of him on their album covers. Let's not forget, too, not just on their album covers, but remember he, in Thelemite Beliefs, and, and we know these devils like Gwen Stefani, Beyonce, of course, you know, Marina Abramovich, the spirit cooking, all that. That's all the Thelemite Beliefs. He believed he was really the reincarnation of Horus and they believe that humanity will enter they'll reach ultimate power through ritualistic sex magic we can see that in the WikiLeaks so it really ties into where we are today with all these Hollywood celebrities which most of them you know it crosses over into being Kabbalist too which you know this isn't an anti-Semite thing this is an anti-Christ thing isn't it? It is an anti-Christ system you know what's interesting is that the devil wants to come back as God. He wants the people of the world to worship him. Well, what is the image of the beast? It's the image of Satan. But getting back to Crowley for a moment, Crowley jumped from the 30s into, well, the Beatles are the ones that brought him into America first, but the New Age movement, it was a plan that plotted out all the way until the Antichrist would be raised to his power seat of the throne ruling over the world. Well, the interesting thing about this is that it was working, and they were almost ready with their plans. And their plans were that they would take over America, they would take over the youth, they would demoralize the youth, which they have done very well, and they would spiritually, supernaturally rule the world through blood sacrifices to their gods. Meantime, they put a spiritual slumber on the minds of the churches and the pastors and the congregations. And what they did was that inch by inch they took us over right in front of our face and we never could see it. Well, you see, that's when the Lord showed me the power of the supernatural. When he showed me that they were able to cast a spell on the members of his church, plus they were able to cast a worldwide global spell over the inhabitants of the world, right in front of our eyes and nobody ever called on to it. Yeah, and Pat, let's not forget E.W. Kenyon 
was a theosophist. And you know what's scary about that is ties into what you just said. This is really scary. Kenneth Hagen was a studyite of E.W. Kenyon, and they were right into Blavatsky's writing. Some of it is actually, when you look at E.W. Kenyon's writings, it's straight out of the theosophy bowels. And this is what all these preachers have been trained in these indoctrination centers, as I call these seminaries. It's all theosophy. This is frightening. Yes, but you see, the the sleeping giant is awakening. I have articles and things that I've written about awakening of the sleeping giant. And you see, we are awakening very quickly. I want to go back to Crowley for a moment. You know, Crowley did the sexual ritual, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it wasn't with the Pierce woman. But when he did the sexual ritual... He did it to open up the stargate. He was the first man to open up a stargate. He called forth a spirit called Lamb, L-A-M. And he drew pictures of this spirit being. And this spirit being looks like, it does look like an alien gray. And uh, so, but the the thing is, is then you had Parson uh, come along. And Ron L. Hubbard did a ritualism in the desert to bring forth the Babylon spirit. So this flying saucer thing in our country is not all that old. I'm just going to tell you. I remember the first person, the Millers, that were taken up in the flying saucers in the 80s, maybe the 90s. And when they were taken up, they described being placed on a table, twirled around and around very quickly, and they did experiments on their sexual parts and took their eggs, and they took their sperm. Then there was a woman from Jacksonville that went up next. She was an Assembly of God woman. It was all over the newspaper, and she came after me and threatened to sue me because I stood in front of an Assembly of God church in Jacksonville, and I said, the Assembly of God people are letting this witch go around. They took her up into the, this was her testimony. They took her up into the UFO, uh, put her on the table. She's twirled around and around, and she said she felt something come into her. And whenever it stopped, this thing that came into her told her that his name was A-T-O-N, Aton. And it said, I'm going to give you a cross. And if you take the cross into the churches and you give them out to the people, I will heal them. So she was going around in the Assembly of God churches in this area giving those crosses out. So I went right into an Assembly of God, stood in the pulpit, told them that they had a witch working in this area in the healing ministry. That woman was sitting in the church that night. The next day she called me on the phone and she said, I was there with my children and you call me this and I'm going to sue you. I said, please do go sue me. That will make me an international. <laughs> figure and then she got real sweet and that was in but you see i was around i've seen these things come about i'm 83 years old i saw the revival in the 70s 
I've seen things that other people haven't seen, and I know why the church is like it is, because I saw it when it had a little life in it. I saw pastors being able to stand behind their pulpits and just look across the pulpit and see who was saved and who weren't saved. Now they don't don't know anything about anybody except about themselves and whatever they're doing. So uh, we are in a ride for our lives. That's what I'm telling you and the people. And the people that are listening to us, my advice to you is to stay very close to the people that are talking about the Word of God and telling you what is going to happen because it's going to be very quick. Our nation is in a revival of constitutional government. That's why they were so quick to be on this uh, trying to steal the election in Florida, that's already settled our government and our Republican has won this election within hours. They went into court, got it settled, and we have won Florida. I don't know about Arizona yet, but we have won Florida. Things are moving fast because we're under the old-style constitutional government. Stay close to the Lord and trust the Word of God. Throw away the crazy Bibles. Buy you a King James Version. Sit with Jesus and read the Word. Let the Word play on you at nighttime while you're running around town, put the Bible on instead of the rock music and begin to let God clean your mind and clear your mind so that you can think again. You know, Sheila, people just can't think about things anymore. Their minds are gone. Mind control. You know, we did that show on electronic magic or something like that. Techno-sorcery. Yeah, and and we showed them how they were using the computers and the programs, how they they were inventing bugs, for heaven's sakes, and dropping them on everybody from the sky. They were trying to depopulize the world so that there would only be 5 million people left on the earth so that they could rule like kings. They were going to go down into the tunnels. Did you know that they have blown up those tunnels all over the world? Nobody hardly knows it. You heard, what is that rumbling we hear? It seems like the grounds are shaking. Or we had an earthquake. We've never had them before. Uh, Fires out in California with helicopters flying over, shooting rays down at the fire, creating the fires. And they were burning the shadow government's armies underground. People don't know these things, but the war has been going on now ever since Trump took office. You don't hear about it because I believe they've probably gone out and arrested all of the troublemakers that they caught whenever he got elected. So they don't have the money. Soros doesn't have the money that he had before Trump got elected. Hillary's dead broke. Her foundation has gone out of business because she has no more power politically. Obama can't even draw a crowd when he meets to help somebody to win an election. His wife, who is a man, first time I ever saw her, I said to my people, I said, that's a man. They said, oh, Pat, that's not a man. I said, you'll see, that's a man. (laughs) It was, it is a man. They don't have any power anymore because they've fallen. Why haven't they been arrested? They've been indicted. 
And I believe that this attorney general that he just fired, I believe he was the one that was indicting them, and they fired him to protect his identity for indicting those people. You can't indict 60,000 people around the world, take control of all of their money through an executive order, which Trump did. They lost all of their businesses. They lost all of their monies in the bank. They lost their jets because the United States took them over because Trump signed an executive order saying anyone that has ever harmed a human being, talking about the pedophilia, or stolen money from the U.S. government, we will come and take your money. We are winning. (laughs) Amen. God's team is winning, and we will continue to win. Well, Pat, let's pray for the people here at the end of the program. Uh, Let me pray, and then you end it with prayer, okay? Okay, sounds good. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Sheila, and I thank you that she's brave. And I notice that the women are brave, and they step out, and they don't dodge any bullets. They trust you to protect their lives. And you know, God, Sheila is facing terrible time right now, and we ask that you be right with her when she takes her trip Sunday to see her father. And she's still holding on to the belief that you are going to step in and save her father's life. And we're talking about the supernatural church. And I stand in agreement with her for that miracle, and so does everyone else that's listening in. And Satan, we bind you, you spirit of death, and we come against the spirit of cancer. I've seen God heal cancer when it's been all over people's bodies. I've seen him heal brain tumors. I've seen him do the impossible, the blind see, the lame leap. So we're asking you to do it one more time. And we command that spirit of cancer to leave that body right now and go to the pit. And we forbid any curse to activate itself. And we release the glorious healing of Jesus Christ in agreement. We thank you for the work that Sheila does. And we ask that you bless her. If she wants, she can send out. She's got lots of stuff on the 1111. I can probably send her something. And she can offer it just as she did the last time. Go ahead and send her a donation. She's gone into heavy debt concerning her father. And Lord, we need to help whenever a saint calls. And we want to thank you for what you've done in our lives. We give you praise and glory, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you covered so much tonight, Pat. Well, Father, tonight we come together in agreement. We bind up the twin systems and openings of the systems of the Antichrist, like CERN and Stargates. In Jesus' name, tonight we bind up 111118. We bind the magical numbers 322 and 72. We bind, cage, and chain those 72 demons that rule the world. We come against these Kabbalistic and Masonic and occult high days. The numbers, the magic, the rituals, the altars, the pentagrams, sacrifices, garlands, ligatures, fetters, chains, and ley lines. We bind every one of these witchcraft spirits tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you right now. All these evil deeds are being arrested and that every curse coming from the kingdom of darkness will fall upon those sending it tonight. Father, we ask 
ask you to open up the eyes of the slumbered church. We bind all mind control spirits and mind blinding and mind binding spirits off the congregation and those fallen away preachers. We make our request tonight to be made known unto you, Father, for a revival. Let the revival begin, Lord. Make America great again. Father, make America really great, Father, by turning this nation back to you. And let these military tribunals begin, Lord. And tonight we pray for Florida and Arizona. And may you reveal and expose all these devils involved in the election fraud all over the states. Not just there, but all over these hiding ballots, these destroying ballots. Father, we ask you to expose that in Jesus' name. And in particular, Father, tonight we pray that your remnant, your mighty warriors that come forth in California and start taking authority over that devilish state. What a cesspool, the belly of the beast. Father, we loose your angels to go and, and raise up a mighty army of God from California to start binding the principalities and powers and rulers, thrones, mites, and dominion over there in California. And especially bad now that it's all democratic. Father, we pray tonight for your will to be done. We give you the praise, honor, the glory. And lastly, Father, tonight we bind all spirits of backlash, retaliation, and revenge from this show. And every one of the listeners, Father, we pray over them. A special blessing to everyone listening to this show, Father. Give them favor in Jesus' name. We pray tonight. Amen and amen. And Pat, I want to thank you for praying for my dad. I actually posted a um, a prayer that I wrote for him. And I am believing for a miraculous healing. And I did post that on my Facebook page if you want to go check that out. Folks, I've got Pat's ministry link and all the information on when you can catch her shows on Blog Talk. I've got all that information linked there in the description below. Reach out to Pat and let her know that you heard her on the program tonight. Pat, as usual, thank you so much for coming on the program tonight and laying out this incredible teaching. Well, I can say it was very powerful. Amen You, you really have a lot of background. Well, I love you and God bless you. Well, folks, that was Dr. Pat Holiday. Her information is linked there. You'll see her website in the description below. Please do check that out and check out her amazing books. I thank everyone so much for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this incredible, incredible teaching. This is something. Reach out to Dr. Pat Holiday, folks, and let her know you heard her on the program because what a powerful program it is. And I will see you as soon as possible. Good night and God bless.